What's up, everybody? This show's coming a couple days late. As I saw Black Widow on opening day. Well, technically opening day was Thursday, so now it's on Friday. Well, no, officially opening day was Friday. Anyways, um, welcome to the show. It's a, a little bit of extra content this week. And overall, Black Widow was what I thought it was going to be. I know there's some real... Big Black Widow fans from the comics, from the MCU, that are like right now like really disappointed. But I, for me, it's kind of hard to be disappointed when it's exactly what I expected as far as once we find out it was a prequel. Obviously, it was going to be a prequel from Endgame. And also just, we knew it was a launch pad for, you know, uh, Florence Pugh's Black Widow. Um more of a, a goodbye to Scarlett Johansson and a hello to Florence Pugh. So in that regard, it's what I expected. If I had to take the time to do a rating, which I hate, I would say it's a 7.5 out of 10. Um, if I'm going to say things I don't like immediately, instead of trying to be all around like I usually am on these reviews, I didn't like the way they handled Red Guard. I thought the, the, I thought the humor and the family dynamic was obviously the heart of the story, um, the humor was good. I thought Red Guardian deserved a little better as far as just like action sequences go. But I guess they traded that in in order to, I guess, what you've seen from the the prison scene when he's breaking free of the prison and he's showing his power. You show you see he still has it, and that kind of gets traded over to put Taskmaster. I, I mean, to me. I know some people won't like to reveal a Taskmaster being a woman, uh, Dracoff's daughter. But to me, Taskmaster was put over probably the hardest uh, as far as action goes. Um, second was obviously Florence Pugh, um, Yelena Belova. Um, that's the only reason I'm using her real name because I know I can't say the fake name right. Um, but I thought Red Garden could have been used a little bit better. But I, I understand, though, how he... I, I get it though. He had his family. He said he never wanted, but it was the best part of his job because once Red Guardian was taken away, he was locked up. And him and uh, Rachel Wise's character were both kind of trapped. And actually, it's funny because it reminds me of The Americans, which I've never, which I actually have not finished watching, and I need to finish watching it. I'm, I'm, on, I'm like two seasons from being done, but like. Um, I don't know why I stopped watching it. I don't know. But I was watching it heavy for a while. It's a good show, actually. I, I love the soundtrack. I love the acting. Um, but uh, anyways, it just reminds you of how much say you don't have when you're a spy. And uh, Dracoff is your typical MCU, early MCU villain. Where you can tell they're not meant to be here for long. Um, so I know here's the thing I'm okay with that because they actually did a really good job of completing that story. You already knew pieces of it from her history in the last 10 years, but you don't need to really have the same thing with Florence Pugh's Black Widow. So you give it a, a, a complete end to that Red Room stuff and you move them on. And obviously, everyone the rumor is everyone thinks she's gonna be a part of Thunderbolts, 
But to me, if I'm nitpicking, I I thought she could have been used better, but I understand why he was used the way he was used. Um, you actually do see the dynamic of him actually caring. But also a thing that people aren't talking about, and I will give credit to this, because I thought about this, and then I watched the review from New Rockstar's, uh, I, forget, I forgot his name, Eric Voss. And I, and I thought this same thing, because it was interesting, how Rachel Wise's character was just so quick to turn. Now, obviously, she's been ready to turn, but to me, I think dropping that red room drops anything that they have on her, you know? Also, I love how you don't actually see the deal that you clearly... The, to me, the deal that was clearly struck between Thunderbolt Ross and Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's and Black Widow, that's why Screen Goes to Black, it's clear she stayed around because she said, look here, look what you have right here. You let me go, let these widows go do their thing, boom. And he probably said, you have 10 minutes. And that's all she needs. Um, I do love how they started the movie, how they just didn't ignore Civil War. As a matter of fact, they didn't ignore, ignore the Avengers. Like They brought up several times. But the, the movie starts off essentially like once you get past the credits, the opening credits and the childhood scene. And you've seen the family dynamic and how family dynamic was destroyed. You, they immediately start where she left off. So if you're actually watching movies in chronolog chronological order, you can actually watch this right after Civil War and then go right into, it might be Thor Ragnarok at that point, and then uh, Endgame or however it will be in chronological order. But you can watch it right after and be like, cool, I'm still in the game. So if you're not necessarily a comic book fan, it, it can be set up perfectly for you. Um... And, and to me, like I said, I just there was not too much to, to not like, you know, because like I said, I knew what I was expecting. But also at the same time, I wasn't one of these people clamoring for a Black Widow film. Um, I'm more of a Hawkeye person, and the fact that we're gonna get a six episode miniseries, pretty much doing his bow, which we're gonna get to in a second. Hold on, guys. Um, to me, that's a that's a much bigger win for myself as a fan, because now I'm getting about four and a half maybe even five hours maybe even a little bit more for if we're, if we're depending on how long these episodes are but let's just say five hours uh or a little under of of hawkeye and kate bishop and it's like as we've seen marvel's been great at the character development and then you see who's in this movie or in the movie miniseries you have the new black widow you have echo you have um, you're gonna see pieces of him when he was Ronin. So obviously his Ronin's his Ronin past is gonna come up and and come back, probably come back to haunt him because of everything he did. Now that he's defending back, he's probably honestly dropped his guard, which is not gonna be good for him. But like, and also this does a great job of not ignoring her history, Black Widow's history with um, with Hawkeye. You hear that? Hey, after she re after she defected, this was the last straw. When she, you see bullet holes, like, hey, this is what helped me say, I need to get out of here. I need to protect myself. You know, and to me, that's, that's great. Like, I loved how Barton's name was mentioned several times. Not just the Avengers, but Barton is the one that has the most history with her. So he should have been the one named with her. You know, um, the fight scene between those two at the beginning. Actually, there was a fun fact that someone said that they had to stop filming because it was a heat wave wherever they started filming that at. To, to the, the filming in pieces. I thought it was a great way to show the tension between these two and how, yeah, I might have dropped this off to you, but it wasn't an invitation to talk to me. 
you know. Um, but also they put over Black Widow hard as the fact that, yeah, every other, there's ever, uh, other widows, but none of them are as bad as she is. Like, Yelena is probably the toughest, you know, to go there. Um, like I said, I just, the last thing I'll say about it, and then and that'll be it for this, and then we'll get into the post credit scene, which is the thing I'm sure you guys want to get talk about. Honestly, it's just, it just what is well, it's, it's exactly what I expected. Jonathan Esther had kept hassling me about is this a bad film? Well, I was like, you're the comic book guy. I, mean, I get it. I write comic books. I understand. But I mean, why I mean, why call him the comic book guy? Same way he probably would call me the wrestling guy. I know random history and stuff like that, and I remember these little stupid fun facts about these things about title reigns and stuff like that. To where if he asked me like, oh yeah, that happened, and you just need to watch this. You know, he that's what that's the way he is about the comic books. So I don't think, and I agree with Jonathan Esther. He said that Black Widow, in his opinion, does not have any iconic stories on her own. I completely agree with that. I don't, and me personally, I don't believe she has any classic um, stories. Um, but I do think she has some obviously some decent moments. But I was never clamoring for this movie. I, I was okay with getting Hawkeye, movie, but even then, me as a Hawkeye fan, I was like. What are you going to talk about for two fucking hours? You know what I'm saying? Like, a miniseries is much better. Now, this is better for film because, like I said, it's a launching pad for uh, this potential supergroup, which we now know three people are part of. Because remember, two of them joined, essentially, in Falcon and Winter Soldier when Zemo broke out of the raft and um, U.S. Agent gets his name, finally. Um... And even then, I don't know where this is leading because once again, Abomination is going to be in uh, She-Hulk and and Shang-Chi. So I don't know if this is building towards a Thunderbolts versus Young Avengers or Thunderbolts versus um, Avengers. I don't know. But that's going to be interesting. I will say this also. I do think another thing that this, this movie does a good job of is showing the aftermath of Civil War and how the Avengers being broken up kind of screwed everyone over like even Yelena Belova her character's like well was there where's an Avenger when you need one you know like and she's like well we're, we're not talking at the moment and it sounds so childish like it sounded childish when Tony Stark said to to Hulk and Hulk's like yeah dude like you make this phone call right now which he just obviously doesn't get a chance to make the phone call um but yeah you know it's like to me it does a good job of showing just the aftermath of it was just the mo- the, the perfect time for Thanos to attack you know so I like I said I enjoyed the movie <laughs> to me the only two MCU movies no three the only three MCU movies that I can say I, I've outright not entertained and not been entertained by are Iron Man 3 Thor Dark World and even then Thor Dark World I can watch it again. Do I want to watch it again? No. So I'm not even going to put that in the category because I can at least watch it again. I can't watch Iron Man 3 again and I can't watch Captain Marvel. I've tried to watch, I've tried to motivate myself to watch Captain Marvel. It's too, I'm going to be politically correct here. It's just too whatever. I'll leave it there. Um, but if if we're throwing in, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to, so I guess, I, whatever, you could throw that dark, dark world in here as well. But it, it, to me, I know for a fact if I if you cut on Dark World in front of me, I can watch it and be like, okay, cool, and be fine with it. Um, but this is not on that level. But this is also not one of those MCU movies. Uh, like I, I think of, I think of one. 
like the like the first Captain America. I see it like that, where it's like one of those things where it's like it's there. I can watch it. Um, if I were to watch it again, in all honesty, like let's let's, let's say someone say hit me up and say hey, um, I'm going to the theater to see Black Widow. I haven't seen it. Yet. You want to come? I would do it for that experience or something like that. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's 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 there. You know, I think for me, I'm I'm happy for the Black Widow fans that got closure. Um, I'm happy that they were able to get some closure and and hopefully enjoy this and enjoy seeing Scarlett Johansson one last time as we knew her ending and hopefully they enjoy seeing the new Black Widow as she propels into um, her new role which will be an important role in the MCU. So now that we're done with that, let's get quickly into the um, as you know these reviews aren't very long. Um, let's get into the post credit scene. So obviously this was supposed to be the debut of Julia, uh, Val, I'm not gonna say her full names, I can't say it, of Val's character, but obviously because the pandemic got pushed back, so her debut ended up being in the Falcon and Soldier, which to me, either, both, both, both ways were gonna be surprising and shocking either way. Because we knew this was coming, it was less surprising, to me it was more surprising in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I don't read the rumor stuff, like honestly, I, even when me and Jonathan Esther do these 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 shows sometimes where it's talking about like the future of the MCU and stuff if you guys notice we don't talk about all the rumors that is out there like because there's so been so many rumors about Charlie Cox aka Daredevil whether he's on set in Spider-Man he's gonna be in She-Hulk I just stopped paying attention and I actually laugh at it most of the time so for me it's kind of just like yeah I just don't care I personally don't care enough to um just follow all this stuff honestly it's hard to follow wrestling rumors and even then i miss a ton of them you know so i'm just kind of like constantly like uh whatever you know but anyways um yeah it, it was it was pretty cool to see that scene step and and know that yelena's already working for her and to know that that's how because i was wondering how is she going to because that's something that's been I don't know if it's been announced. I thought it was announced that Elena would be in Talk Hour. I think it's already been announced that she's going to be in it. And I was like, how? Obviously, by this is before we saw Black Widow. My first thought was like, how? How will Hawkeye even know she exists? Because at this point, how I see these Marvel TV shows, with the exception of Loki, Loki has gone completely uh, uh, out of space and stuff, or whatever you want to say. But it took these heroes. That are normally, first of all, in the comic books, Falcon technically is like more of a street level hero anyway, and they built him up to be more of a street, more than this, more than a street level hero. But to me, these TV shows about are about grounding these heroes and making them more of a street level. So that way, if Captain America does pop up in, in Heroes for Hire, or if you hear about Heroes for Hire, it's not as disconnected as the former, now defunct Marvel TV, where that. Just, it was just, hey, we're announcing this. We're 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 throwing these 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 things in here. Just throw them in here if that makes any sense. Um, and so it's just to me, it's one of those things where I, I just, for me personally, I just appreciate it a little bit more, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. And, and and once she handed her the pad, which obviously saying Hawkeye has something to do with her death is. A stretch beyond stretches it's not it's so much of a stretch you could call her mr fantastic that's how stretchy it is um obviously it's a way to honestly it's because one he's an avenger 
two, he has that Ronan pass, which is going to be a part one of the things that kind of, kind of is going to make them clash for sure. And he's, I guarantee you, the way it's going to go is he's not going to know who this bitch is. And she's going to come out of nowhere trying to kill him. And that's how Kate Bishop will then come out, come about saving him. And it's gonna, she's gonna realize how much that Hawkeye did care for her, uh, Black Widow, her sister, and about how much um, Natasha, and about, and they're gonna have to, and they're gonna have a bond over that. And honestly, I know this is supposed to be Jeremy Renner's bow out to the MCU. I think it'll be his bow out for a little bit, because obviously you're probably not gonna want to have two Hawkeyes, but I can see him rejoining, even if it's for a one-time cameo to help out but i think this is going to be the way they bond in the way she then moves forward now how she explains not killing him to um val i ask curious because i'm pretty sure now that that barn and that farm is no longer off the radar and we're gonna we're gonna know a lot because this this series comes out at the end of the year we don't i think the next time we have a confirmed sighting of nick fury is not until next year's Secret Invasion. How they set that up, I have no fucking idea. But to me, I think it did a really good job of setting up Hawkeye, um, which honestly is probably best that it was postponed as long as it was, because I don't think people... like We're still in the middle of Loki right now. We have one episode left this Wednesday, but then we have a breather. And then it's Shang-Chi. Well, we have What If, if you're going to be into that. But that's not MCU canon. But let's just be a breather of TV shows. Then you have Shang-Chi. Then you have Eternals. Then you have fucking um, Hawkeye. Then Spider-Man. All this is coming in the last four months. It's going to be very interesting to see how all this goes about. So, um, Like I said, I give it a 7.5. It was exactly what I expected. I don't think it's a bad film. I think if you're a Black Widow fan, you've been clamoring for it. I think you might have your feelings hurt a little bit. But I think overall, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll enjoy it. I think it's a way of showing that, hey, Marvel is back. I don't know if I would start this with phase four with this. That's a little weird. But you know what? And Foggy, I believe. So we'll go with that. So anyways, that is your extra content for this week. I'm actually going to write down my notes now as I'm looking forward to write, doing the Monday show. The Wednesday show will come out really early. Like I said, I'm actually going to stay up super late. To, to avoid anybody trying to tell me about the finale of Loki. So that way, just so you know, when it hits the feed, and if you're a subscriber, when it hits the feed, it's going to hit the feed really freaking early in the morning, like 3, 4 in the morning. Um, so just uh, be mindful that it will be spoiler-filled. So if you haven't seen it, just wait to watch it. It's only going to be out there because, like I say, I have a doctor's appointment, and I don't want to really mess with that. So anyways, that is your review of Black Widow 7.5. Welcome back, Marvel. Welcome back, world. Welcome back, Budapest. We're out.